This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Governor Ivey delivered a State of the State speech on Tuesday night. The governor covered various topics, including creating a task force to understand the potential pitfalls of artificial intelligence. Ensuring new technologies are both safe and effective is an important public safety measure. Today, that new technology is artificial intelligence, maybe better known as AI. And look, y'all, I'm not going to stand here and preach like I know a blooming thing about AI. (laughs) However, I do know that new technologies can have benefits, but if not used responsibly, they can be dangerous. We are going to ensure that AI is used properly. Also a bill that prohibits absentee ballot harvesting by non-family members. That's why I am proud to support legislation that prohibits ballot harvesting in our state. We would put a stop to any manipulation of our elections by closing loopholes that allow unaccountable paid political operatives to pressure folks through the absentee voting process. This year, we have a new bill to outlaw ballot harvesting that also protects folks who truly need assistance in having their voices heard. While other secretaries of states are worried about picking their favorite candidates for the ballots, I'm grateful that Secretary Wes Allen is focused on making sure Alabama's elections will always be free and fair. And the governor is taking further steps to follow through on a plan to create an Alabama School of Healthcare Sciences in the town of Demopolis. Members of the Alabama legislature, investing in this project is one of my top priorities this session. And I'm calling on you to make this a reality. Regarding overall education here in the state, here's what Ivy had to say. Improving our state's education system is a process. And we have to meet the needs of all students. As governor, I realize the way to do that is to make sure there are opportunities available for our children. For some families, that means having the chance to send their child to a charter, a magnet, or private school, or to homeschool them. School choice is a spectrum. Our our next step now is to provide our parents, (laughs) beginning with those most in need, education savings accounts, (coughs) which will further us on our journey to become the most school-choice-friendly state in the nation. State Representative Kenneth Pascal has pre-filed a bill regarding public safety measures applied to churches and religious institutions. The bill from Pascal is coming after concerns about the restrictions that were placed by the state health officer during COVID-19. In 2020, Dr. Scott Harris closed public beaches, senior citizen centers, schools, restaurants, and bars, as well as limited worship gatherings to less than 25 people. Pascal says his bill is to establish the rights of religious institutions during a state of emergency and to find a proper balance between public health and safety and the unfettered freedom to practice religion as U.S. citizens. Following the State of the State address, 
WSFA News was on the ground to speak to Democrat State Senator Bobby Singleton about whether he was on board with the gambling legislation that was referred to by Ivy. Here's what Singleton had to say. We want to see gaming a lottery, game, sports betting. We want to see it all. We think the state of Alabama, if you look at all the states that are around us, everyone is doing it but the state of Alabama. It's legal here already. We've been doing gambling already. We just need to get control of it, get the tax dollars, and make it work for our citizens, our students. It can go to uh, schools. It can go to help with our correction. It can go help with Medicaid expansion. It can go to wherever it is that the legislature decides this money will go to. We can make it happen. And I'm proud to see the governor at least come out for that. Hopefully it can start in the House and get to the Senate so we can get across the finish line and give the people of the state of Alabama the opportunity to vote on it. This leads in perfectly to the conversation that the Daily Detail had with the president of the Alabama Policy Institute about gambling here in the state and the gambling bill. Stephanie Holden-Smith commissioned a poll to be conducted of Alabama primary voters to discern whether or not the gambling bill was a major priority in the minds of the everyday Republican voter. Here's what she had to say. Also, we polled um, Republican primary voters specifically because um, we, you know, we have a supermajority Republican, uh, supermajority in the legislature, specifically in the House. And the question had been brought up um, to House members and answered that about 90% of um, Alabamians wanted to be able to vote on this issue. And that just didn't sound right to us. And so we were trying to figure out exactly what those numbers were. So we did our own poll and we found out that really most people only 7% of those polled found expanding gambling to be a priority for them at all. I know those numbers were stunning because there was like four or five other issues that preceded the whole gambling issue. But you wouldn't know that if you listen to the state lawmakers and what they're saying and how they're lining it all up on their agenda as if it's the right. number one prevailing thought in everybody's minds when they wake up in the morning. We got to have gambling. <laughs> That's right. And so, yeah, I think it's a difference between kind of that um, you know, insider view from Montgomery where they're hearing from lobbyists and uh, those who are pushing for the expansion of gambling on a daily basis versus listening to their constituents. And so we wanted to see what the actual numbers were and then uh, provide that to the general public and to our legislators so that they would know what the general public actually thought about it when they're not walking around the, stall- the halls of the state house you know, what, what people really are worried about. And those are things like the economy, jobs, healthcare, education, and protecting kids. What, okay. what about the uh, poll surprised you? Was there anything? Yeah, actually what surprised me was the very strong response against having digital gambling on smartphones and against having sports betting on smartphones. Um the poll said that 80% of those polls did not support having digital gambling on smartphones and 68% didn't support having sports betting on smartphones. And I thought that was a really interesting statistic because gambling has, frankly, gambling has changed since the 1990s um, when we last had a vote on this. Uh, Lotteries have changed. There are a lot of instant games on phones and many in many states, Georgia, Virginia, Pennsylvania, among them. And then also the proliferation of um, sports betting. It's highly addictive. And um, the interesting thing to me was that the people knew that. 
immediately without even really, you know, receiving messaging or understanding or education on that issue, they rejected both digital and sports betting by large amounts. I'll continue my conversation with Stephanie Holden-Smith in tomorrow's Daily Detail. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, four Republicans joined Democrats to vote no on impeaching the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was the one who first offered the motion to impeach Mayorkas. Greene spoke to a gaggle of reporters after that vote failed late Tuesday night. We have a plan in place. There was a motion to recommit, uh, and that means that we can bring the articles of, of impeachment back to the floor maybe as early as next week. So this is not over yet, and we still can bring back uh, Steve Scalise, and we hope that he's, he's well and he can come back very soon. We look forward to having him come back, and we look forward to him being a solid yes on impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. Florida Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna also confirmed that the vote on Mayorkas will be brought back to the House floor next week. Also, the border security package that was offered by senators on Monday is officially dead. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell put a fork in it. A D.C. appeals court has rejected the argument from Donald Trump's attorneys that presidential immunity should exempt him from the charges brought against him by special counsel Jack Smith regarding Trump's challenging of the 2020 presidential election results. Legal scholar Jonathan Turley took to the X platform with his analysis following that ruling. He says that Trump will likely continue to appeal for an in-bank decision, which means all of the judges on that D.C. court will get involved in the ruling, and he'll do so before he moves on to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court, which is very, very likely, and will take months to process. Turley is of the mind that this could very likely be played in such a way by Trump's attorneys that the whole trial is pushed till after the 2024 election. Well, there is a lot of big news that happened on Tuesday. Florida Congressman Matt Gates led a press conference along with New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik. Both of them are offering a resolution that will proclaim that Donald Trump is not an insurrectionist who instigated the actions of a few hundred people out of a million who were protesting at the Capitol building on January 6th. The American people are smart. They know that the weaponized attacks of radical far-left prosecutors and Joe Biden's Department of Justice against President Donald Trump are nothing more than a targeted political witch hunt used to further their own extreme far-left political agenda and hijack the will of the American people come Election Day. As President Donald Trump continues continues to dominate in the polls, extreme Democrats will stop at nothing in attempt to prevent President Donald Trump from returning to the White House, and the Democrats are shredding the Constitution in the process. Joe Biden claims that democracy is on the ballot, yet the American people know that it is Joe Biden and Democrats who are openly attacking democracy. I am honored to stand as an original co-sponsor on Congressman Gates's resolution that President Donald Trump did not engage in insurrectional rebellion against the United States. That is a fact. That resolution is going to be offered in the House and has 60 sponsors signed onto it so far. And while the Republican National Committee is in Las Vegas for their annual leadership meeting, RNC Chairwoman Ron McDaniel announced that she'll be stepping down from the chairmanship right after the South Carolina primary. 
A new chairman must be voted on to replace McDaniels. So far, who those candidates will be have not been officially announced. McDaniels came under sharp criticism in the past year after Red State reporter Jennifer Van Lahr did a stellar breakdown of the RNC expenditures ahead of the 2024 presidential election. That breakdown showed that under McDaniels' leadership, the money was grossly misused and misapplied on very low-priority items as the party enters a major presidential election. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 